blessings, honor, and glory belong to the Lord, our King. I am so grateful this morning that I can wake up and be with you and share with you from the Word of God and encourage your heart and build on this matter that we are looking at morning after morning and seeing what the scripture says about this matter of being saved, born again, washed in the blood, being a child of God, or a child of the King. There is a song in our hymnal entitled, Save, Save, Save. The songwriter said, I have found a friend who is all to me. His love is ever true. I love to tell how he lifted me and what his grace can do for you. Save by his power divine. Save to new life sublime. Life now is sweet and my joy is complete for I am saved, saved, saved. That sounds like confidence to me. I trust that you and I can say the very same thing. You know, for the past mornings, I've been sharing with you and uh, in the form of uh, introduction so that we can get to why I believe that the true child of God is forever eternally secured. Why I believe that the true child of God will always be a child of God. Why I believe that the saved Son of God will always be the saved Son of God. Now, I am not saying that the true child of God are the Son of God, are the believer, are the born-again believer. However you want to put it, I am not saying that such a son or a daughter will not make mistakes. But what I am saying is that the relationship between the father and the child is forever. It does not change. There are at least seven reasons given in Scripture why I believe the true believer can never fall away and be lost. Permit me to begin to share them with you. Number one, I believe the believer is eternally secured because of the eternal purpose of God concerning all redeemed persons. Remember, my belief here has nothing to do with me. I believe the believer is eternally secured because of the eternal purpose of God concerning all redeemed people. As I study the Bible, I come across scriptures like Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 1. He says, Therefore, the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of your vocation wherewith you are called. I believe that Every child of God is called unto salvation. I believe that all believers are his elect people. I really believe that. If I read portions of scripture such as, For whom he did foreknow, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. I believe that the God that I serve is the all-knowing God. There is nothing that he does not know. 
He knows the beginning and He knows the end. God is not a God that would have to wait until I decide to accept Him as Savior for Him to know that I will accept Him. I believe when God made up His book, the book that having the names of the believers, I believe that this was made up before the foundation of the world. In verse number 30 of Romans chapter 8, the Bible says, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. Watch. I believe that the work is in him. Hmm. He predestinated, he called, he justified, he will glorify. It's not in the believer, it is in him. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Now that we are saved, we are not saved by work, but we are saved or to work for the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul, in his second letter to young Timothy, he said, knowing this, Timothy, I want you to know this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for mothers of fathers and mothers of mothers, for man slayers. When we think of the law, it was not made for a righteous man. And that's what the scripture says. This law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ. Hmm. Peter writes in regards to God's elect. In 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 2, he says, Elect, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. As I read scriptures like these, these scriptures prove that all believers are eternally secured according to the eternal purpose of God. I don't think that scripture uses words like children, sons of God, just loosely. We all have children. And by the way, our desire for our children, some of those are met, while some of those desires are not met. Sometimes our children do the things that please us. And sometimes they do the things that do not please us. And before we go too far with that, isn't it true that we did the same thing? We did things that pleased our parents. But there were times that we did things that did not please the parents. And when we do things that would please the parents, the parents would be happy. And when we do things that did not please the parents, the parents will not be happy. And sometimes we end up not happy neither. What happened is that when we don't do what is correct, we are chastised. That is true in the physical life and it is true in the spiritual life. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. But not because we are chastened by our parents means that our parents 
do not love us. It could not mean that we are no more children of our parents. We are always children of our parents. But when we do wrong, it means that we need to be chastised for our wrong. For in Hebrews, we are told in chapter number 12, reading from verse number 3 says, For considered him who endured such contradiction for sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh to you as to sons. He said, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourgeth every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which all have been become partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. Here's what the scripture teaches. The scripture teaches that when a child of God gets out of the way and refuses to return, that child of God is chastened by the father and when that child of God is chastened by the father that child of God needs to realize that that chastening is because of the love of God and not because the father hates the son and he says your chastening may not be pleasant for the moment but afterwards it will yield a peaceable fruit of righteousness so God do have children that are obedient and do have children that are disobedient now let me say this to you if you don't believe that God has children who are obedient and some children who are disobedient. I want to ask you a question. Had you ever been disobedient to God? That's the question. And if you could answer yes, then you know that God has children who are obedient at times and children that are disobedient. And not because a child is disobedient means that it is not your child. If he is your child, he is your child. And these children are elected by God. I trust that as I look at the first reason, I believe that it has helped someone. We will build on that. Don't tell me out yet. We will build on that next morning. Be anxious to hear what the Word of God has to say. Father, thank you so much that salvation really does not depend on us. It depends on the finished work of Jesus Christ and Lord, your plan in eternity. We thank you for saving us. We thank you for keeping us and we pray that you'll help us to understand your word. And God, just don't close our minds, oh God, from your word, but help us to keep our hearts open so that your word can speak to us. Thank you so much for those who think they are saved and are not saved. May they stop and check themselves and see if there had ever been a time when they stopped and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And if not, then may they come to you today before it's eternally too late. Those who are saved and in a backslidden condition, Lord, help them to see, Lord, that you are not pleased, but you are grieved with their present situation and help them to return. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, praise the Lord. Thanks for being with us today. Do have a great day in the Lord.